You're listening to MoneyWeb at Midday. It's budget week and conventional wisdom is suggesting that the finance minister really has little room to move. Martin Ackerman is chief economist at Citadel and has some thoughts on what we might hear later this week. And firstly, Martin, welcome. Thanks for joining us. How might the minister apply his mind to reining in expenditure? Yes, good afternoon. It is definitely going to be a difficult budget for the minister. Um, You know, we're starting with a budget that's on a huge strain given just where the economy is and the expenses that they need to commit to and also the the lack of revenue. But not only that, we need to keep in mind this is an election year and with the ANC being under severe pressure, you know, yeah, they they would like to also keep that in mind in terms of uh, the announcement. So your question about how they're going to um, cut back on expenses. That is probably the most difficult part of the budget. You know, you can fix the revenue side um, by doing a couple of things. But on the expense side, you know, where we are at the moment, one of the biggest expenses is the wage bill. In an election year, how do you cut back on that? Um, Especially if you don't want to start um, uh, firing a lot of the staff in, in the public sector. Um, so that's not an easy thing to do. And then the other thing is, you know, we, we're still sitting with a social ground from COVID. And um, there, at least from a, a you know social responsibility point of view, it's so important that the government keep on paying those, uh, given the weak economic growth and the high unemployment. You know, the one thing that the country can't afford is to actually for those people to, to not get that income or to keep that income into inflation. So cutting back on expenses, that's probably the hardest thing to do, especially, like I said, in an election year where you want to keep your promises that you've made Mm. to a lot of the people that vote for you. And we know that there is a current revenue shortfall. So where does he need to look strategically from a tax perspective, again, with the caveat that we are in an election year? Yeah, that's the other difficult part. Um, You know, will you see significant tax increases in an election year? Well, I think the government is in a tight corner, so there might be some of those. Uh, Definitely from a personal income point of view, I don't think they will increase tax, but definitely increase the income tax brackets, you know, the bracket creep they talk about. So in uh, not physically increasing the the percentage that you pay, but definitely make sure that those... um, uh, brackets remain in line with inflation so that will definitely happen and then you know there's a lot of talk about potentially increasing VAT. now let's unpack that for a minute you know the benefit of increasing VAT is that there's an immediate impact from the next day uh, government or treasury pretty much know what they're going to get it's very different from increasing for example uh, capital gains tax because capital gains tax you know investors might decide uh, to think differently about triggering that tax. So it's not a guarantee in terms of how much you're going to get. And if you compare South Africa to the rest of Africa, our VAT rate is still below average. So government, even in election year, can make the point to say, well, you know, we're in a tight corner. Um, We don't want to cut back on expenses. Uh, The economy is not really growing yet as much as we would like it to grow. Um, So to generate additional revenue, we are considering VAT. But it would be political suicide, particularly among uh, the ANC's core constituency, which which is often a a poorer demographic. You're 100% right. But there again, that uh, at least provides the opportunity to say, well, we can add more zero VAT items to that mix. So looking after the poorest of poor or the low-income consumers. And even if they want to go that far, they can say, well, thing, you know, uh, buying certain cars above a certain limit, uh, they double the VAT. 
So they can use that to actually make sure that the different income level, levels get taxed differently in terms of where they spend their money. Martin, so it all depends on how they package that. Right. Martin, we've, we've heard for some time government talking about the rationalization of state-owned enterprises. Again, a very unpopular topic. Um, do you think that the minister might reflect on that? Uh, you, you talk about the uh, national uh, privatization? Not privatization, just rationalizing them, bringing them, uh, stripping them down, making them leaner. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so that is one of the big grains on the fiscus. Um, we know that it's been coming for years. You know, we talk about the big ones like ESCOM and Transnet, but it's basically all 700 of them. Um, most of them are, are looking for funding um, and not really adding productive capacity to the economy. Um, so I think the fact that the, the big ones failed over the last couple of years and without providing bailout after bailout, we haven't seen results. You know, it really got to a point, and I think the last two budgets were quite clear that, you know, that there's no open door anymore. Um, you need to run like a proper business or, you know, find an alternative plan. And also now with the private sector coming in, for example, in terms of alternative energy, we can clearly already see that some of the improvements uh, in terms of electricity supply can be done over and above the SOEs. So the SOEs, where they don't perform, um, I think yeah, they're a dead end in terms of Treasury just providing them additional lifelines. And another issue that people will be wanting more clarity on is how to fund the NHI. Yeah, you know, the, the, the NHI at this point, I also think, is a, a political promise in an election year. Um, you know, the, the, the idea behind that, there's nothing wrong with that. We see that in many other countries. But it is about uh, the actual rollout and the funding of that. And if you think about your own personal budget, you know, if you're in a tight corner and you want to do something that you haven't done before, you need to get money somewhere to do that. And I think right now the uh, biggest headwind probably for that is the fact that they're not going to be able to find uh, sufficient funding to actually make mm. that work. Well, all will be revealed later in the week. Martin Ackerman, thank you very much indeed. Chief Economist at Citadel.